Welcome to Shelley's Show and Tell. Our program will explore and recommend the top beauty, health, and skincare products and treatments on the market, recommended by Real Transformation Skincare Centers. We'll also bring you tips on home tools that you can incorporate into your beauty regimens and show you how to use the law of attraction to keep you feeling and looking your best. Now, here's your host, Shelley Hancock. Hi, everyone. Welcome. You're listening to Shelley's Show and Tell. I'm your host, Shelley Hancock, and that's Shelley with an EY. You can connect with me at ShellyShowandTell.com or my skincare center website, RealTransformationCenter.com. And for my licensed estheticians out there, you can pop on over to ShellyHancock.com to keep updated on the latest in the aesthetic world. And please follow me on my social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And as always, I love to receive your comments via email at contactme at ShellyHancock.com. If you're listening to my show today for the first time, I want to welcome you, and I also want to thank you for taking the time out of your day to join me. Just a quick tidbit about me. I'm a licensed esthetician since 1988 and a skincare center owner since 1990 who loves to share the things I've learned along the way in the aesthetic world, as well as how I've used the law of attraction as a tool to create success and happiness in both my business life and my personal life. If you want to get the complete skinny on me, please go back and listen to my show dated June 15th, 2015. You'll hear me reference estheticians quite a bit during my shows each week because I spend much of my time mentoring my fellow estheticians, helping them either start a skincare business or take an existing business to the next level. I'm not sure that I can fully express how very rewarding this is for me, how incredible it makes me feel when someone I've mentored emails me with their success story. It truly makes my day. When you visit ShellyShowandTell.com, there's a page with a list of estheticians I've mentored and the information about their skincare centers. So if you ever hear me talk about a treatment and you'd like to find an esthetician who offers it, ShellyShowandTell.com is where you go to find that information. Before I get started today, I have some very exciting news that I want to share with all of you. After only three shows on Voice America, the month-end figures came in, and my show ranked number 15 out of 101 shows on the Health and Wellness Channel. When my executive producer told me that, you better bet, I did the happy dance. Here's the thing, though. I could not have done that without all of you taking the time out of your day to listen to little old me. I appreciate you so very much. I've received emails from listeners around the United States, as well as quite a few countries, and I am so thrilled and honored by this. I will do my best to continue to bring you subjects and guests that will keep you excited about tuning in each week. Again, thank you so very much. Okay, let's get started. Today, we're going to chat about charisma. I love that word. It just feels good rolling off my tongue, charisma. Did you know that you can learn to have charisma? It's not necessarily just something that you're born with. You can learn how to be charismatic. You can learn how to turn it on. I was having a conversation a few months back with an esthetician, and she started talking about a book that she was reading about charisma. I could swear that she said, Shelley, you have charisma, but maybe it was just my wishful thinking. The subject intrigued me, though, and I actually ordered the book online while I was on the phone chatting with her. The book is called The Charisma Myth by Olivia Fox Cabanet. Olivia, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. I devoured this book. I couldn't put it down once I opened the first page. I've now read it four times, and there are more sentences highlighted than not. I actually emailed Olivia, and to my delight, she emailed me back. Much of what I'm going to share with you today, I learned from her book. I take no credit for this fabulous information. I am just the messenger today. In fact, I'd like for you to do the same thing that I did. Get on Amazon and order this book right now. First of all, let's look up the word charisma in the dictionary and see what it has to say. 
As a noun, charisma means a personal attractiveness or interestingness that enables you to influence others. Speaking to all my estheticians out there, in our business, we want to influence our clients to reschedule for another facial next month, to purchase a series of treatments for a particular modality we're offering, and to purchase products for home use. Anyone else out there listening, influencing your customer is a daily occurrence. If we can't influence them to do further business with us, well, we're out of business then, aren't we? Actually, each and every day, we want to influence the people we come in contact with, don't we? Our husbands, our kids, the neighbor, the potential employer, everyone. I like the word interestingness in the meaning of charisma. We must be interesting. And I also like to say that we must be interested. Charismatic people are both interesting Others want to listen to what they have to say, and they are interested. They want to listen to what others have to say. We must be interested in our clients' needs. We must be interested in listening to what they have to say, and I mean truly listening, being present and focusing, not thinking about the next thing you're going to say, not interrupting them while they're sharing their needs. One of the traits of a charismatic person is to make you feel like you're the only person in the room at that moment. How many times have you been having a conversation with someone and you can just tell that they're not really there? Their mind is somewhere else. How did that make you feel? Not very important, right? So being present when speaking with a client or a potential client should be your top priority at that moment. Let's chat about the other part of the meaning that states a personal attractiveness. When we hear the word attractiveness, we immediately think of a good-looking person, a beautiful woman, a handsome man, right? We've somehow come up with a classic standard of beauty in our society. A good-looking person is a combination of your genetics. You're just blessed with good features. And also your ability to dress to accentuate yourself and be pleasing to others. There are many charismatic people who don't fit the standard of beauty, but because of their charisma, they have become some of history's most influential and powerful leaders. Take Winston Churchill, for instance. I believe that your personal attractiveness comes from charisma and not necessarily the good genes you're born with. Can you think of some famous people that ooze charisma, but we don't really think of them as typically attractive people? And there's also the other side, people we think of as the most beautiful, but they completely lack charisma. Having charisma will definitely make you more attractive to others. Looks fade. Charisma can last a lifetime. That's a powerful statement. Charisma is a personality trait that is actually kind of difficult to define. No one is exactly sure what it really entails. Someone who is described as charismatic is generally viewed as having a very charming, persuasive personality, being remarkably skilled at communicating, and can often be quite convincing. For politicians, it's a very useful trait because it allows them connect to connect with the voters. Charismatic people pay attention to small details and establish a personal connection. Many people will remember an interaction they've had with a charismatic politician for months or even years after that interaction, and then they take that memory into the voting booth with them. One notable individual who was often described as charismatic was former President John F. Kennedy, and how about former President Bill Clinton? Many religious figures are also very charismatic, using their persuasive personalities to spread the message of faith. The Reverend Billy Graham, for example, as well as Martin Luther King Jr., and in the present time, we have Joel Olstein. A charismatic person will appear confident in communication, be it one-on-one -on -one or in front of an audience, and they also have a way of helping others feel confident about themselves. Charismatic people are confident in a positive way, confident without being egotistical. Charismatic people also have the ability to appear optimistic. This means they seem to see the best in other people, situations, and events. They usually remain cheerful and bubbly when others may be showing the signs of a stressful situ situation. 
Charismatic people offer good storytellers with an engaging manner when speaking and explaining. They are able to communicate their message clearly, being serious, and then injecting a bit of humor when appropriate to keep their listeners attentive and focused. When they are in one-on-one or small groups, charismatic people will use open, relaxed body language and include lots of eye contact. They will watch for feedback from an audience member and connect directly with that participant with eye contact. When making a presentation to larger groups, their body language may be more exaggerated, moving about the stage in an attempt to include the whole audience. Being charismatic involves communicating dynamically with passion and enthusiasm. It involves thinking positively, having optimism and self-confidence. It's being persuasive and building the respect and trust of others. I'm going to tell you a quick, uh, quick story before we go to break. And this comes straight from Olivia's book. This is her story personally. It was the last day of my vacation, and I intended to enjoy every minute of it. I was strolling through a small park in the center of town, drinking in the sun when suddenly something caught my eye. Perched atop a white bandstand, a short, middle-aged man was making an impassioned speech. A crowd was quickly gathering, and somehow I felt myself being drawn in, too. There was something in the manner of his speaking that was captivating. For more than 40 minutes, his growing audience and I were held spellbound. To this day, I have no idea what this man was speaking about. You see, this scene took place in a small town in Mexico, and my Spanish was nearly non-existent. I love that story, you guys. You see, charisma is something that is felt by others. You don't necessarily need to understand the words to feel drawn in by somebody. Okay, we're coming into a short break. When we return, I'm going to share with you the three elements of charismatic behavior. I'll see you all on the other side of the break. Your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Real Transformation Skin Care Center in beautiful Capistrano Beach, California, offers the latest innovative cutting edge anti aging and acne treatments. Owner Shelly Hancock has 28 years of experience in the industry, so with that, you can expect to get results. Visit us on the web today at realtransformationcenter.com. We offer facial treatments, body treatments, and a variety of skin care products. Call us for more information, 949-481-4037 or at www.realtransformationcenter.com. Shelly Hancock Consulting is your trusted aesthetic advisor. Shelly uses her 28 years of experience to help estheticians take their business to the next level. Shelly offers private one-on-one consulting, plus training workshops, aesthetic equipment sales, skincare products, and business success tips just for you and your business. Please visit www.shellyhancock.com to find out more or to help you transform your skincare business. That's Shelly with an E-Y, Hancock.com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Shelley's Show and Tell. To reach our show today, please call 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or feel free to email contact me at shellyhancock.com. Now, back to Shelly's Show and Tell. 
Welcome back to Shelly's Show and Tell. I'm your host, Shelly Hancock. Charismatic behavior can be broken down into three elements, presence, power, and warmth. Let me say that again. Presence, power, and warmth. These behaviors are made up of conscious actions as well as factors that we don't consciously control. We are sending signals to others in every moment with small changes in our body language and or fluctuations in our voice. People pick up on these signals or messages that we often don't even realize we're sending because we're not conscious of them. In order to become charismatic or more charismatic, we need to be aware of these three elements. Let's start with presence. I spoke a little bit about this in the first segment of the show. I ask you how it feels when you know that the person you're speaking with is just going through the motions. They aren't really present. Their mind is elsewhere and you can sense it. Did it make you feel unimportant, brushed off, annoyed, frustrated, resentful, inferior? I could go on. Of course, of course it made you feel all of those things. Have you ever felt yourself not present? You're standing there and you're nodding your head, but half your mind is busy doing something else rather than completely listening to that person. Do you think that person noticed? You bet they did. You may think that you can fake being present, fake listening, but you're wrong. The human mind can read facial expressions in as little as 17 milliseconds. So the person you're speaking with will notice even the slightest delay in your reactions to the conversation, and your body language will show even if you don't think so. How do you think you're being perceived by that person? Inauthentic is the first word that comes to my mind. How about insincere, fake, evasive? Again, I could go on and on. When you're perceived as these things, it is impossible to create trust and loyalty. Let's think about that potential client sitting in front of you or even when you're on the phone. We only have a moment to catch their attention and earn their trust. Let's wow them by being fully present and making them feel important. Thank goodness that being present is a learnable skill. You can learn to have a moment-by-moment awareness of what's going on around you, of paying attention, rather than being caught up in your own thoughts. Try this. Sit and focus on your breathing for just 30 seconds. Try to keep any other thoughts out of your mind for just 30 seconds. It's pretty much impossible for most of us, and I'm on the top of that most of us list. Our brains are wired to pay attention to all the outside stimuli. It could be important for us to know. It could mean danger. It could even mean survival. Our society also encourages distraction with all the gadgets we have to catch our attention. How many times has this happened to you? Someone you're deep in conversation with cuts you off mid-sentence by looking down at a text that just came in. My guess is that this happens a lot. How did that make you feel? Like what you were saying wasn't important. You bet it did. In fact, just the other day, I was at an upscale spa doing a demonstration of a piece of equipment. One of the gals had their phone in hand and was checking texts, laughing out loud at one point, and even made a phone call during my time there. Now, I realize that business keeps happening and sometimes things need to be taken care of. But is it really so crucial that we can't be present for just a few moments? Did this make me feel like my long trip there and my time away from my own business was not so important to her? Mm-hmm. So think about it the next time you're the one looking down at your text during a conversation. Here's another thing to try. When you're chatting with someone, Check in with yourself regularly during that conversation. Check in to see how fully engaged your mind is in the conversation. Is it wandering? And that includes thinking about what you're going to say next instead of fully listening to what the person across from you is saying right now. I think we're all guilty of that. We've formulated our response even before they've finished their sentence. 
It was eye-opening for me when I tried that exercise. It really changed the way that I listened to my husband, to my friends. I realized that my mind really likes to multitask. It also changed the way I talk on the phone. How many times have you been on your computer while having a conversation on the phone? I am very guilty of this. I owe it to the esthetician on the other end of the line to give her my full attention. I've realized that I cannot be fully present and listening while typing away at the same time. In the book, The Charisma Myth, Olivia will give you three simple exercises that help you boost your presence when interacting with others. Make sure to do those once you get the book. Being fully present makes you stand out from others. It makes you memorable. I can tell you right now that it gives you a much better chance of retaining that client when you stay present than if your mind is wondering. You will have an emotional connection with that client when he or she feels like you have, they have your full attention, that they are the most important person in the world at that moment. So let's move on to power and warmth. First, we had presence and now power and warmth. And I'm going to talk about these two simultaneously because they're equally important and you actually come across even more charismatic if you project both instead of just one or the other. Being perceived or seen as powerful means being able to influence others and affect the world around us. This can mean having expertise on a subject, intelligence, sheer physical strength, or high social status, like being wealthy or well-known. In the early years of human history, power meant brute force. It was just plain important for survival. Today, though, there are many ways to be perceived as powerful. Intelligence, think Bill Gates, and kindness, think Dalai Lama. We come to quick conclusions about someone's power three ways, by their appearance, and the way other people react to that person, and also that person's body language. When we first meet someone, we don't have the benefit of a background about them, so we make an immediate assumption from their appearance. Expensive clothes or stepping out of a fancy car leads us to assume wealth. Wearing military or police uniforms, we evaluate authority. Wearing a doctor's white coat, we evaluate expertise. Seeing an MD after their name leads us to assume intelligence. Looking like a bodyguard leads us to believe they have physical strength. Showing up with a bodyguard leads us to believe that they have high social status. We make these quick guesses or assumptions about a person in the first moments we see them. We are biologically programmed to care about status and to be impressed by it because of survival instincts. High status individuals have the power to help us or hurt us. That's interesting, isn't it? Being perceived as warm means being caring, having goodwill toward others, being charitable, unselfish, radiating complete acceptance. We evaluate warmth entirely through body language and behavior. Our first clue of their warmth comes from their body language. Certain body language leads us to assume good intentions. Confident posture leads us to assume that this person has something to be confident about. For charisma, body language matters much more than your words. You may have a skillfully crafted message, but if your body language is all wrong, you won't be heard as powerful. On the other hand, with the right body language and then projecting presence, power, and warmth all at once, you can be perceived as charismatic even before you say a word. Or like the story I told you about the gentleman speaking in Spanish was very charismatic and she couldn't understand a word he said. Here's a powerful statement. In essence, People will tend to accept whatever you project. Think about that. People tend to accept whatever you project. What are you projecting each day? Do your clients see you as someone with power, intelligence, and knowledge of your trade? Do they feel your warmth, see you as friendly? If so, they want to be around you and they will become your long-standing client. 
By increasing your projection of power or warmth, you can increase your level of charisma. Learn to project both at the same time and take your charisma level over the top. If you are powerful but not warm, you can come across as arrogant, cold, and standoffish. That's not charismatic. Someone who has warmth but no power is likable but can be perceived as overeager or desperate, and that's not necessarily charismatic either. I have time for one quick story before I go to the next break. I read this story in that fabulous book, The Charisma Myth. It was 1886 in London. William Gladstone and Benjamin Disraeli were up against each other for the post of Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. Whoever won this election was going to rule half of the world. The week before the election, both men separately took the same woman out to dinner. The press was eager to know what this woman thought of the rivals. Here's what she had to say. After dining with Mr. Gladstone, I thought he was the cleverest person in England. After dining with Mr. Disraeli, I thought I was the cleverest person in England. Guess who won the election? Mr. Disraeli. He knew how to make others feel intelligent and fascinating. Charismatic people choose behaviors that make other people feel good about themselves. You'll be excited to know that these behaviors can be learned, that you can learn to turn it on. Okay, we're coming to a short break now. When we return, I'm going to tell you a great story about turning it on, and then we'll talk about the four charisma styles. I'll see you all on the other side of the break. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Real Transformation Skin Care Center in beautiful Capistrano Beach, California, offers the latest innovative cutting-edge anti-aging and acne treatments. Owner Shelly Hancock has 28 years of experience in the industry, so with that, you can expect to get results. Visit us on the web today at realtransformationcenter.com. We offer facial treatments, body treatments, and a variety of skin care products. Call us for more information, 949-481-4037 or at www.realtransformationcenter.com. Shelly Hancock Consulting is your trusted aesthetic advisor. Shelly uses her 28 years of experience to help estheticians take their business to the next level. Shelly offers private one-on-one consulting, plus training workshops, aesthetic equipment sales, skincare products, and business success tips just for you and your business. Please visit www.shellyhancock.com to find out more or to help you transform your skincare business. That's Shelly with an E-Y, Hancock.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Shelley's Show and Tell. To reach our show today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or feel free to email contact me at ShellyHancock.com. Now, back to Shelley's Show and Tell. Welcome back to Shelley's Show and Tell, and I'm your host, Shelley Hancock. Here's the story about Turning on Charisma. I read this story on the very first page of the Charisma Myth book, and it's part of what got me so hooked on this book. I love this story, you guys. I want you, re- I want you to really get a visual of this in your mind as I tell you this story. Okay. Marilyn Monroe wanted to prove a point. It was a summer day in New York in 1955. With a magazine editor and a photographer in tow, Marilyn walked down into Grand Central Terminal. 
though it was the middle of a busy workday and the platform was packed with people, not a single person noticed her as she stood there waiting for the subway. As the photographer's camera clicked, she boarded the train and rode along in the corner of the car. Still, nobody recognized her. Marilyn wanted to show that by just deciding to, she could either be glamorous Marilyn Monroe or plain Norma Jean Baker. On the subway, she was Norma Jean. But when she surfaced onto the busy New York sideways, she decided to turn into Marilyn. She looked around and then teasingly asked her photographer, do you want to see her? There was no grand gesture. She just fluffed her hair and struck a pose. With that simple shift, she suddenly became a magnet. An aura of magic seemed to ripple out from her and everything stopped. Time stood still and people around her blinked in amazement as they suddenly recognized the star standing in their midst. In an instant, Marilyn was engulfed by fans and it took shoving and several scary minutes of photo- for the photographer to help her escape the growing crowd. So yes, charisma can be turned on. I, I just really love that story. Okay, let's start talking about charisma styles. As with so many things in our world, like clothing, parenting, or leadership, charisma has different styles. I may have a different style dealing with my clients than you do, but in the end, if we are using the charisma style best suited for us or for the situation, we'll both get the client's business. A rock star has a very different style than, say, a politician, but they both draw a crowd. There are four distinctive styles of presenting charisma, focus, visionary, kindness, and authority. Let's chat about each of these styles, how you develop them, and then when to use each style in your daily life. I'll start with focus charisma. It's primarily based on the perception of presence. You can feel the intensity of someone who has focus charisma. These people are completely present, listening to your every word and absorbing it. Focus charisma makes people feel heard, listened to, and understood. People with this style communicate with respect. They speak in a way that other people feel good about themselves. People with focus charisma walk into a room and their presence is immediately felt and all eyes are on them. They command attention. People are drawn to them. Think Bill Gates. Sometimes they don't even need to say a word to show you that they understand what you're saying. Their nonverbal body language, language says it all. They will mirror your body language to sow support and trust. You probably won't even notice this, but you will feel it. They will respect your personal space. You know that distance that's just right uh, as to feel the connection, um, the interest in you, but not too close as to make you feel uncomfortable. They will also always make eye contact with you, which can communicate empathy. Eye contact is the way that charismatic masters make you feel that you are the most important person in the room. Have you ever been in a conversation with someone and they kept looking over your shoulder like they were looking for someone more important to show up? Not cool, not charismatic at all. Focus charisma can be highly effective in business. When you focus on making your clients, your employees, your business associates feel like their opinions matter, you will be held in high regard. This is a great style for management or for those in professional services, such as estheticians. It can be very helpful in negotiations or when you need people to open up and share. So how do you develop focus charisma? It's all about your demeanor. Presence is the key. If you are distractive or inattentive, you will not be effective. Good listening skills are non-negotiable for this charisma style, as well as having patience. This goes back to what we were talking about earlier about being present. You will need to learn to cultivate that skill. 
You can't come across as having focused charisma and be thinking about something else while in a conversation with someone. The second style is visionary charisma. This style makes others feel inspired. It makes us believe. Think Steve Jobs. An attendee at one of his presentations said this, He speaks with such conviction, such passion. He had all of our neurons screaming, yes, I get it. I'm with you. Another attendee said, he doesn't sell computers. He sells the promise of a better world. That's a perfect example of vision charisma. A person with this charisma style has the ability to project complete conviction and confidence in their cause. As people in this ever-changing world, we crave something solid to cling to, and someone with conviction in their beliefs plays right into our craving. A truly charismatic visionary is selling you more on the vision than on themselves. Think Joan of Arc or Martin Luther King Jr. So how do we develop visionary charisma? First, you must know how to craft a bold vision without an ounce of of doubt. Then deliver that message with complete conviction. You must have a very strong passion about your vision. The fact that people tend to accept whatever you project, if you seem passionate and inspired, they will assume you have something for them to be passionate and inspired about. That makes me think about myself when I'm introducing a new treatment to my clients. I have such focus, such such conviction about how great this equipment is and what it has to offer. I have incredible passion about sharing it with my clients. It's like I'm an excited kid showing you what I've just created with my building blocks, and I'm so proud of myself. People get drawn into that energy, and they want a piece of it. They want to be around it. Nobody taught me how to do this. It's just who I am, but I believe that's been a big part of me being successful in business. The third kind of the third style is kindness. This style includes warmth and confidence. It connects people's hearts and makes them feel welcomed, cherished, embraced. If you have this charisma style, people will feel accepted and cared for when in your presence. Think Dalai Lama. He has a powerful effect on people. He radiates tremendous warmth as well as complete acceptance. He is the epitome of kindness charisma. This style comes entirely from your body language, specifically from your eyes. Have you ever had someone look you straight in your eyes with such warmth that you can just feel that kindness? It feels so good that you become enraptured with that person. So how do we develop kindness charisma? It starts with a mindset of warmth and then accessing gratitude, goodwill, and compassion inside yourself. Because body language and demeanor at the top of the list for this style, avoid body positions or movements that come across with tension, criticism, or coldness. And as I stated before, eye contact is very important. This style is great to use whenever you want to create an emotional bond or want to make people feel safe and comfortable. How about that first appointment with your skincare clients? The consultation when they're sharing with us how they feel about the way they look. This is a perfect situation to use kindness charisma. The fourth charisma style is authority. This style is the most powerful of all. It includes status and also confidence. It is primarily based on a perception of power, the belief that this person has the power to affect us, the power to affect the world around us. Authority can come in different packages. We think of Dalai Lama as having kindness charisma, right? But he also embodies authority charisma. And his authority charisma looks completely different than that of, say, Colin Powell. We evaluate someone's authority charisma through body language. Do they move about with confidence? Do they take up space with their posture? Do they avoid being fidgety? We evaluate them by their appearance. 
their clothing. We look for signs of expertise like the doctor's white coat, high authority with military or police uniforms, or social status with expensive clothing. We also look for a title. In our case, that would be licensed esthetician. And lastly, we will look for the reaction of others to this person. We look to see if they are respected by others. How can you develop authority charisma? Most importantly, you want to project signs of status and confidence. My mind goes to how we present ourselves to our clients. Are we dressing with status and confidence in mind? Or is our style better suited for a more casual, playful event? People are very visual. We want to come across as the expert in our field, and our appearance, our clothing, is the first impression they have of us when they walk through that door. Each day when you get dressed, be aware of the impression you are making. Do you exude status and confidence? Use authority charisma when you want people to listen. How about when you're checking that client out and you would like for them to purchase products and also schedule another appointment? Wouldn't authority charisma be the perfect style for this moment? Coming across as the authority as to what would best be best for their skincare needs will gain their confidence and your expertise. Coming across with, let's say, kindness charisma just isn't going to make them feel confident in you, and you may lose that sale. You may not get that client to come back again. Okay, we're coming into another short break. When we return, I'm going to talk about choosing the charisma style for your personality. I'll see you all on the other side of the break. Your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Real Transformation Skincare Center in beautiful Capistrano Beach, California, offers the latest innovative cutting edge anti aging and acne treatments. Owner Shelly Hancock has 28 years of experience in the industry, so with that, you can expect to get results. Visit us on the web today at realtransformationcenter.com. We offer facial treatments, body treatments, and a variety of skincare products. Call us for more information, 949-481-4037 or at www.realtransformationcenter.com. Shelly Hancock Consulting is your trusted aesthetic advisor. Shelly uses her 28 years of experience to help estheticians take their business to the next level. Shelly offers private one-on-one consulting, plus training workshops, aesthetic equipment sales, skincare products, and business success tips just for you and your business. Please visit www.shellyhancock.com to find out more or to help you transform your skincare business. That's Shelly with an E-Y, Hancock.com. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Shelley's Show and Tell. To reach our show today, please call 1 866 472 5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or feel free to email contact me at ShellyHancock.com. Now, back to Shelly's Show and Tell. Okay, welcome back to Shelly's Show and Tell. And I think by now you know I'm your host, <laughs> Shelly Hancock. Let's move on to the subject of choosing the charisma style for your personality and also using different charisma styles in different situations. There isn't one way to be charismatic or even one style that works in every situation. I think it's best to figure out which styles feel right for you. Which style do you feel most comfortable using? Don't force yourself into a particular style if it doesn't feel good to you. If it goes against who you innately are, it will only work against you. 
For example, if you are an introvert and you force yourself to be an extrovert, it will come across as awkward and unnatural, and it will be perceived as that by those who are trying to com- you are trying to communicate with. So not only have you put yourself through a very unpleasant experience, you'll probably fail in getting your point across to that person you were trying to communicate with. So what I'm saying is don't try to use authority charisma if you're most comfortable with kindness charisma. You see what I mean? You also don't have to use only just one charisma style all the time. The ability to adapt your style in different situations is a characteristic of a highly charismatic person. Try accessing different aspects of your personality and then get comfortable expressing them. As you practice this, it will gradually become more natural and you will be able to flow from one mode of charisma to another. Another. You'll add a dash of kindness to your authority or infuse some vision charisma into your focus charisma. Think of former President Clinton and President Obama. They both have visionary charisma infused with authority, but Clinton seems to lead with a lot of warmth and Obama leads with focus. In short, you want to think about these three things when choosing a charisma style. Your personality, what feels comfortable and natural to you. Your goals, what do you want to achieve in your communication? And lastly, the situation itself. The particular situation sets up the stage for which charisma style you'll choose to use in that particular situation. You've heard the saying, you only have one chance to make a good first impression. Well, it's real. You only get a split second to make a great first impression. With just a glance, people have judged your social and economic status, your level of education, and even your level of success. And then within a few minutes, they've decided about your intelligence, trustworthiness, competence, friendliness, and confidence. That's a lot of pressure on us. Although it only takes a person seconds to come to these conclusions, they're often lasting and thus very hard to change. Can you overcome a bad first impression? Yeah, but it's going to take time and work. Wouldn't it be much easier to just come across with a charismatic first impression to start with? Get this one. CEOs and human resource professionals admit that they decide whether they'll hire an applicant within the first few seconds of the interview. One senior executive states that the rest of the interview is just window dressing. Hmm. This makes me think way back to my 20s. There were two jobs in particular that I have no idea whatsoever how I got. I was hired at the corporate office of Cost Plus Imports in their accounting department. Even though my father was an accountant, I didn't get those genes from him and I knew nothing about accounting. And yet, I still got the job. The next one was a position behind the cosmetic counter at Macy's. I had never done sales before, and I didn't wear makeup, and yet I still got the job. I can recall a few of my fellow workers at Cost Plus Imports, but they would always playfully tease me. They'd say, Shelly, how in the world did you get this job? You don't know the first thing about accounting. You must have charmed the boss. So knowing what I know now, yep, I guess I charmed him. I used charisma to get the job. I instinctually knew how to turn on the confidence, not arrogance, to make him feel good about hiring me. Thank goodness, though, I'm a quick study, and I was always able to learn what I need to do to keep those jobs. I have truly only hit the tip of the iceberg on this subject of charisma. I could do a whole second show and still not bring you all the information that I've learned And I highly recommend you go to Amazon and purchase this book right now. Let me repeat the information about it. The Charisma Myth by Olivia Fox Carbonet. Just so you know, I have no monetary connection with Olivia and her book. I just always feel that when I come across something that will help others, I need to spread the word about it. 
So I have this strange thing about reading the very last sentence in a book before I even start reading the book. I have no idea where this came from. The last sentence of the charisma myth is, your life is about to change. Enjoy the journey. Yes, that's exactly what happened after reading this book. You know what would be absolutely awesome? If Olivia came on my show as a guest speaker. Olivia, if you're out there listening, I'm just saying, we would all love to learn from you. So why did I feel the need to do a whole show about charisma? I talk with some very lovely estheticians that know what they're doing in the treatment room, but they're struggling to grow a successful business. They all seem to have one thing in common, confidence. There's a missing piece for them when they're trying to connect with their clients or with that potential client. And I believe that piece is that they need to figure out what makes them shine. We all have something. Sometimes we just need to dig a little deep to bring it to the surface and then practice it so it becomes second nature. Then when you're sitting in front of a client, there's no fear, no hesitation. You have confidence in yourself, confidence in your ability to serve that client. You feel charismatic and that's when your business begins to transform and you take it to the next level of success. That's when I get those emails sharing your success stories with me. And that's when uh, it's just so fabulous. It makes my day. One last thing for today, my food for thought. Whether you know it or not, today you are placing an order for your tomorrows from the catalog of the universe. Your predominant thoughts and feelings today are creating a frequency that is automatically determining your life tomorrow. Feel good now and for the rest of the day and make your tomorrows magnificent. That's from Rhonda Byron, the gal that brought us the movie, The Secret. Tune back in next week. We are going to have two of my favorite people from Associated Skincare Professionals talking us talking to us about how to retain clients. This is going to be a really special show, so make sure you don't miss it. I want to thank you all for spending your time with me today. And again, please join me next week. You've been listening to Shelly Show and Tell. I'm your host, Shelly Hancock. Until next time, be well and be happy. Thanks for joining Shelly Hancock for Shelly's Show and Tell. Be sure to tune in again next Monday afternoon live at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We can't wait to speak again next week. We'll be right back.